Hey there, teacher friend. Welcome back to another episode. If you are a teacher and you are ready to fall back in love with your career, squash the fear of losing your retirement because you want so badly to actually leave your teaching position and you know that you've got this incredible gift inside of you. You want to serve students with the integrity and the impact that you know that you have with your unique gifts and talents, but yet you feel captivated by this strong sense to stay where you are because of the fear. I know exactly how you feel. I know what it feels like to love your career, dream of being a teacher. You've got this beautiful image in your mind. You love kids. You want to teach with so much energy and passion and excitement. And now you're driving to work anxious. You are unprepared for the staff meeting. You don't even want to go. You're working on your lesson plans all weekend. The demand is so high. The needs are so big. The expectations are surmounting and you're just not free. But you've got this vision but something yet is still holding you back. You think that you could build your own teaching business, make more money, have a higher impact, work less hours, but you don't know how and you've never been taught. I get it. You have been told that this is the best place for retirement, the best place for benefits. I get it. I also know that if you're thinking, gosh, I want to start a school, but that just sounds so daunting. It sounds like I'm going to be burnt out. I'm already burnt out. How can I make the change? Trust me, I know I cannot wait for you to listen to an upcoming episode with someone that I interviewed and she talks about how burnt out she was in teaching, yet she still got the strength and was reinvigorated by starting her own micro school. We worked together through coaching and through our educational marketing series. She's got her biz bundle. She was ready to go, but she, like you, had lost her purpose lost her passion, and she didn't know why that she felt like this. She was scared to make a change too. And I'm like you, knowing that you can enjoy your job again, even though it just seems so distant, so far away. You don't want to be stuck like Chuck for the next 20 years. You can't do it anymore for the next five years. (laughs) You're thinking about how scared you are losing your retirement, your health insurance, you're capped out. You're thinking, could I do administration? Could I do administration or leadership? No, thank you not the hours, not the commitment. So in today's episode, we're bringing back the passion to the career of teaching, starting your micro school, starting your entrepreneurship, starting your business, squashing the fear of losing retirement. And without further ado, we got to get into this. Welcome teacher to the Let Your Light Shine podcast. If you're searching for the freedom and permission to design the life you love as a teacher, you're in the right place. I'm on a mission to help teachers just like you build their own dream school or homeschooling business. In this present day, the world needs you, teacher friend, to step out in faith and give students an education they love and so deserve. In this podcast, I will teach you how to start a fulfilling and profitable homeschooling business that lights you up. I'm Mackenzie Oliver, former elementary teacher and instructional coach, gone homeschool teacher and business builder. I'm here to empower you to step outside the classroom and choose the experiences, the curriculum, and all the moments that put a smile on your face and your students. Does it seem like a dream? Well, it did to me until God opened the doors and made it reality. Together, we are breaking through fears and moving the crowd. 
So get out your notebook, sharpen your pencil. It's time to get your teach on. So I got an incredible message from a teacher who left the public school system in April, May of last year and started her micro school in the midst of moving to a new state. And she messaged me and said, oh my goodness, I just listened to your top 10 binge-worthy episodes. And she said, it seems to me that there is a cycle here of teachers just needing that push to get out. They're afraid to jump. And I'm like, yes, you're so right. So if you never listened to that episode, it's episode 144. It's the top 10 binge-worthy episodes, the top 10 most downloaded episodes from our podcast. And you can see the trends of people just going, okay, I'm sitting here. Can this really be a thing? Can I actually jump ship and start my own teaching business? And when I tell you this, I'm, I'm not... I'm not just talking about building a micro school. I'm also talking about building a tutoring business because sometimes that's how we have to start out. Sometimes we start out with just private tutoring or running summer camps. Sometimes we need to start out by teaching our own kids at home, by homeschooling and inviting other kids to come and join through the process, or maybe even starting a preschool because your children are young. We all start somewhere. So yes, I am, you know, in the, in the business right now of having my own micro school, but I also private tutor. I use the same strategies for marketing, for using all the business bundle pieces, all those forms that you need. I use those as well when I'm doing my private tutoring, when I've done a summer camp, as I am transitioning from our, our micro school into different grade levels. If I were to ever do a preschool, I would use the same tactics of marketing, of business building with all of my documents, but it all only happens when you know that you really can do this. There's so many of you that you want to work from home or you want to have your own school, but you don't want to spend the next three years trying to figure it all out. We understand. We, many of us have been right where you are and we're still right here with you. And so today's episode, I want to help you. I've got three really good golden nuggets that are going to help you just reflect on where you are in your thinking, because there's nothing like having your own business and being your own boss. Yes, with that comes some heavier responsibilities, but you get to build. You know, one idea to start a school then leads to whatever else. You get to, it, this is like work that you get to have for your whole life. You're not guaranteed to build it completely by tomorrow, but you are guaranteed to step out of bondage. Because you, we all work with so many people that have dealt with trials of being so worn out or oppressed by the system. I work with so many people that just needed me to tell them, you can do this. They needed the encouragement. They needed the support. They needed to just know this is possible and it doesn't have to take your life savings and it doesn't have to take every bit of extra free time that you have on the weekends or at nighttime. Yes, you're going to have to pull the throttle a little bit more. Yes, you're going to, it's going to take a little bit longer to get the plane off the train, but once, or the, the plane off the runway, but once it goes, you're smooth sailing. So I am just excited to be here with you that you are here. I'm, I'm not in the business of trying to get people to leave because everybody is there on their own journey. I'm talking to the teacher who is done but she doesn't want to be done or she wants to be 
in a, in a, in a situation where she can teach her kids, but also make money, or she wants to continue a leadership position and make more money than staying in the school system. I don't want teachers stuck in the system for the next decade or for their longevity of teaching just because they didn't know what to do or they didn't know that they could just start a school in the middle of their living room and make more money and have more time. And I, and I tell you that, you know, you don't, you're not guaranteed to make more money. Okay. But there are some definite profitable ways to do it that are not rocket science to figure out. So don't let that scare you. But a lot of times people don't want to want to step out because they, they're not for sure how profitable it will be. And they're not for sure if they're going to be able to make ends meet or pay for their retirement or pay for their insurance. So today I'm going to talk to you about just building the awareness of that you can do what you love to do and that you need to really embrace what's holding you back so that you can cut the chains and move forward, allowing yourself to dream and also just tackling that fear tactic about retirement and benefits, because I know that you want to work less. I know that you want to teach in a way that you love. And that was me. I wanted to be with my children. I wanted to work from home. It sounded so good to be more relaxed, to be outside, not confined, but open school. No, I didn't want to go that route. I had worked so hard for a time being with a pastor and we were trying to get it going with a private school. It was just too much red tape. And I, I just was wondering, like, could I really create what I wanted? Yes, but I didn't know it. And so here I am today, running a micro school. I have 18 students. I've got two assistants. I've got a volunteer. We've got field trips. We've just got so many wonderful things that I would never have been able to do if I would have stayed in the system. So let me just go ahead and remind you to join our Facebook group, which is Teacher Let Your Light Shine, our micro school community. We would love to have you there, help you with any question. Just hop on in there and just make a post what do I do first? Okay. We are all there for you. Don't be shy. Don't be silent. Let us help you. Just hop into our community. It's of course free. It's on Facebook. You just type in teacher, let your light shine. And then it'll say micro school community. All right. So, you know, I definitely believe that we need to look at some, some situations here that our teachers are going through you and I, and what we've all gone through is As our kids were growing, it became very clear to us that most every one of us look at our children and go, wow, we only have so much time left and so much of where they're spent is at school. And I think that it has become very clear that teachers are suffering from almost the identical problem that people were trying to help doctors with like to an eerie degree. So let's talk about that. Okay, so with physicians, there's this high burnout from a bloated system, more paperwork, less patient care, less pay. You see this in the nursing industry and the health industry altogether. I have many family members who are in the health industry. So teachers are are definitely struggling with the same problems that people who get paid double, triple, quadruple, five times, six times more than us deal with. A bloated system, more paperwork, less care, more responsibilities, less pay. You can make those same correlations to us teachers who were seeing more kids, spending less time with each kid, doing more paperwork, dealing with 
more bureaucracy and teaching to the test rather than being able to be creative. And just like doctors creating direct primary care practices, teachers are able to create micro schools, allowing them to avoid burnout. So if a doctor creates their own primary care facility, we are that teacher who's going from that type of big system and creating our small school, helping us to avoid burnout, earning a good living and doing the fulfilling work with optimal freedom and flexibility. So there is this micro school momentum here. So between teacher strikes, we had COVID, we've got the school board wars, they're still going on. There's been a lot of energy spent in fights between adults at the expense of kids learning. Hello. There are just so many people, parents, teachers, educators from the top down, policymakers, they're seeing that micro schools are a format that helps balance small groups with flexibility and with really great academics. So just knowing that about our ability to create our own is just enough to go, you know, I actually can see myself doing something different. I see that there are policymakers, there's money that is being awarded to people who create these schools. I need to allow myself time to dream. You really do have to go back to that and and not try to understand all of the ins and outs of how to start this business because those are already there. People have gone before you. What you need to do is know that there is this love for teaching. Something's holding you back. First off, you need to identify that. You have to go, okay, I really want something else. I don't know what exactly what I want, but I do know that I'm unsatisfied because of, and just write it out. You don't have to beat yourself up thinking that you're complaining. Just write it out. These are very, very for real. Feelings that need to be addressed. Once you figure out what it is exactly that's bogging you down and is not allowing you to do what you love in a way that you love to do it, then you need to ask yourself, what can I do? How can I allow myself to dream? And just dream. I talk a lot about getting journals, getting all sorts of different notebooks or pads or whatever it is, and just allowing yourself the opportunity to create something from the scratch. What would it be? What would an opportune moment be like if you could wake up every morning and you were going to get excited to go to work? What would that look like? How would that feel? Where would you drive? Who would come over? What would your family be doing in the morning? What would it feel like during your lunch break? What would it feel like during the day of teaching? What would it feel like at the end of the day to make you go, wow, I want that? Because I can tell you that if you want it and you can think of it, you can absolutely have it. You do have to have the right systems in place, but you can't get there yet unless you allow yourself to dream this out and get this vision going. Now, so you look at your list of things that are holding you back and you really, guys, if you really want to make a change, you're going to have to go through this. You're going to make yourself go through the heart work or you're going to stay where you are stuck. So, Address what it is that's concerning you because it's an invisible list that needs to be addressed. You can find people who can help you solve those questions or help you give, give you more clarity around those questions and then write out what you dream of doing. And I know it sounds like so easy or maybe it seems so hard, but the hardest part is sitting down and just allowing yourself that opportunity. 
So find your time on the weekend, in the morning, in the afternoons, whatever's best for you to actually start writing it down though. You've got to put pen to paper. And I'm sure that some of those fears that you have that are holding you back, maybe of starting something new or just, gosh, I don't even know where to begin, has to do with retirement and benefits. So let's talk about something that I read recently, and I'm always reading things about this because I'm always helping those who are having a difficulty with their money mindset. So let's listen to some important information that I found on retirement. You can look at money.com. And they reported that roughly three quarters of states offer teachers a retirement plan that isn't making the grade according to a recent study or a recent release. Only 13 states received either a B or a C grade overall when they look at the latest teacher retirements. None out of the entire United States of America, not one of them received an A. Now, what's interesting is that Pennsylvania, Connecticut, Kentucky, New Jersey, and Illinois, they rounded out the bottom five states. Now, another interesting look is to know that teachers also earn up to 20% less than some similarly educated workers. Okay, now let's think about this. Reliable retirement income is one of the benefits that's supposed to counter the lower take-home pay of teachers. Okay, did you know that? So they're saying, oh, well, the reason why you're getting a lower amount of pay is because we give you such an amazing retirement. Well, 20% less receive, 20% less of educators receive less of a profit compared to people who are working and have an education themselves. So think about it like this. They're saying that we're promising you this really great retirement. That's why you're getting paid less than other people. When in all reality, they are making, majority of states are making below a C grade, meaning only 13 states either got a B or a C, which means that 37 other states got a D or an F in retirement. Now, if you listen to Rich Dad, Poor Dad, you you go to his, uh, you can get his book. You can look up Robert Kiyabarsky. He is a dynamite when it comes to how much we are actually getting told that we're getting in our retirement or our pensions and really firefighters, teachers, and another one, I'm not for sure who the other worker is that are actually getting stolen. We're not getting as much as what they're saying that we're making. And it's just worth looking into yourself. So this is really a personal finance story for millions of Americans. You have to do your research because the reliable retirement income is one of the benefits, like we said, that's supposed to counter that lower take-home pay and reward workers for choosing a public sector job. But now, states are making pension formulas less generous for new hires, partially in an effort to close unfunded liabilities. So while teachers have access to supplemental savings accounts like the 403B or the 457B, they are plagued with really complex rules and really high fees. You can find other ways to invest your money. I have mentioned them previously in our other episodes, but you definitely want to read the book called Financial Freedom. Research ways that entrepreneurs save money for retirement. You make more, you can save more, you can invest more, you can invest in other means of financial resources, gold being one of them. Our economy is changing. Our money system is changing. Listen, 
There's just so much that you can tackle. I actually read that someone who had built their micro school said, I feel like I have been able to take ownership of my life, my finances, my future, how much I can make, how much I impact every new, every year is new and engaging. It really re-energized me as an educator. As you move up in administrative roles, you get less connected to students, so it's nice to reconnect, get back to my teaching roots, and do something different while also making more money. What? Yes. So take the leap. We need people to take the risk. We need you to think outside the box because, well, not we, you, you need to, okay? Just do it. You should feel similarly ignited and engaged to love what you do every day as well. So with that being said, join our Facebook group, Teacher Let Your Light Shine Macro School Community. Let us know what you took away from this episode in our group. We can start a chat with one another. You can visit our website, www.teachersletyourlightshine.com. We've got coaching. We've got the business bundle for you to get all the resources needed to jumpstart your business. And there's tons of free downloads. That is www.teachersletyourlightshine.com. As always, we'd appreciate it if you'd leave us a review and follow us on social media. And we'll see you back here next time. Hey, hey, teacher friend. Thanks so much for listening to today's show. I pray it inspired you, touched you, or challenged you in some way because we are making big shifts and using our teaching gifts for God's glory like never before. I'm so grateful for you. The number one way you can support this show is to leave a written review on Apple Podcasts and also share this with another teacher. Come join me in the Virtual Teachers Lounge known as the Teacher Let Your Light Shine Facebook group. Until next time, keep shining your teacher light. The world needs you.